What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some Funko Focus. Caleb and I have some strong opinions on a certain new Marvel line. Get ready for some bitching. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, with uh, Through the Wall, uh, Caleb has some video game news that he wants to talk about, and then I have some uh, box office news that... Some I box office must... bullshit is more like it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. It straight up is some box office bullshit. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Um, and then after that, uh, we'll be talking about our 4K, I totally skipped over this, sorry. Uh, we'll be talking about a new Blu-ray uh, when it comes to 4K Spotlight. Um, and then we'll be moving on to our All Bros headliner uh, of the evening, which will be our All Bros breakdown of the Nick. Wow. The Netflix original film, Yes Day. So, Caleb, what do you say we get started? Say, let's get into it. All right. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest Podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting App and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, so first up with Funko Focus, they are releasing a new Marvel Avengers line called Mech Strike. And boy, does it look stupid. Oh my gosh, so dumb. If you ever wanted the uh, shitty version of Transformers, but with Marvel, here you go. <laughs> we we got you, we got you. That's a pretty accurate description. Y- yeah, right? Um, so in this line, we have Captain America, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Thor... Hulk, and last, but just might be the worst, Doctor Strange. <sighs> and honestly, I'm going to say it, the only one that somewhat works, because it kind of does look a little cool, especially with the Target exclusive, which is going to be a glow-in-the-dark. At least I'm assuming it is. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah, it glows in the dark. Uh, is Black Panther. Other than that... None of these work. They look so stupid. Yeah. 
like all of them. The oh, you gotta be kidding me! And uh, to top it all off, sorry, we got uh, I got a couple more actually. Uh, they are doing a Walmart exclusive Venom, and then uh, they are doing a Walmart exclusive um, six inch uh, cap. I'm so glad that this is only six inches. If this were a ten inch pop, I would probably want to cry. Fair enough. Like they, these figures are so dumb. <laughs> they like, really are. I I don't know what they were thinking with these. These are I straight really up don't. like like you said. They're freaking Power Rangers. And the only one that's even kind of cool is Black Panther, and even he's like questionable because he has like a weird metal mohawk. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, but like Doctor Strange, straight up looks like. A Power Ranger, or uh, I almost said Iron Man. Captain America <laughs> almost or looks exactly like Iron Man. Thor Captain looks... America. Oh, sorry. No, Thor looks dumb as shit. <laughs> he and... looks like a uh, what is it? Uh, caveman, a uh, SpongeBob with the uh, his mouthpiece. He kind of looks like Captain I don't know, America. Can you see like a cave? No, uh, Thor. Thor? Like, I don't know why. Yeah, his mouthpiece kind of looks like he's like a caveman. A little bit. Okay. And then, um, have um, you seen um, Doom Patrol? I haven't. Okay, well, you're probably not going to understand this reference then. Like, have you seen the commercials for it? Nope. Sorry, buddy. You haven't seen, like, anything regarding Doom Patrol? Not even a picture? Okay, I've seen a seen pictures okay then robot man that's what Hulk oh, looks like oh oh dude straight up doesn't brendan fraser play him yep and he is perfection that's like this figure this is so dumb why does hulk <laughs> need a mech suit why does thor need a mech suit why do any of these heroes need a mech suit yeah and why the hell does captain marvel look like she's freaking voltron I don't know why, but I'm getting uh, the Iron Giant vibes from Captain America, and I shouldn't. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, shit. It's freaking ridiculous. Really and, like, is. the Venom one is, like, ugh. like, none of these make sense. Like, why would I want a mech version Got me, bud. <laughs> like, these are so dumb looking. Like, especially freaking Doctor Strange. Like, what? What an odd yeah, choice. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with this one. Yeah, why didn't you guys do, like, actual armored characters? Like, why didn't because you do, that's like... Just too easy. You could have done, like... The armored Spider-Man. You could have done a freaking Iron Man if you wanted to go this mech route. I mean, duh, freaking Iron Man dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> or um, oh, let me think. Shit. Some more. Um, uh, maybe like 
Black Knight. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, like a, a suit of armor. Black Panther, like you said, the the only one that seems to like work is Black Panther. But that's also because Black Panther isn't like overly mechanized. Which, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, or. That's. This is tough. I can't really think of anyone else that's like armored. <laughs> oh, man. But these are just. So dumb. It's... They're like legit Power Rangers. <laughs> and not even like good yeah. Power Rangers. These are like the Megazords. Exactly. It was so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so, so dumb. Uh, I really want to know what someone was thinking. Me too. I really, I really do. Because, yeah, this is just dumb. I feel like I could have come up with, like, some way better options. No, yeah. I c- I'm trying to think of what, though. Like, why haven't they tried doing, like, the classic? Like, why haven't they tried doing, like, a Lou Ferrigno Hulk? Or the the Thor from the Incredible Hulks series? Because they had an episode with Thor. Or, like... That's true. Classic, like, the movie, like, the old, old, like, Captain America movie. Yeah. They, no, like, Doctor Strange would have fit in really well. Like, just do some, give us some classic Marvel stuff. Don't try to do, give us some freaking mech strike. You know what this, like, yeah. re- reminds me of? Even the logo. Like, it looks like a freaking, uh... Oh, shit. What does it remind me of? It reminds me of, like, those, um... Gosh, what are those called? Bionicles. Dude, speaking of Bionicles, apparently Lego did a uh, contest. Or no, not contest, like survey. Just because I think they're like celebrating their 100 year anniversary soon. And they asked everyone, oh, what is one um, like property you want to see make a comeback? And the um the amount of love for bionicles was through the roof so they are actually bringing bionicles back that is awesome i freaking love yeah. bionicles they're so badass yeah oh, but it's like know. that's what these give me a vibe of these give me like bionicle vibes but in the worst way possible yeah like, like this, this is would like work Happy as a Meal. bionicle <laughs> oh shit (laughs) oh man you know what unfortunately it would and that's so sad to think about (laughs) that these would really work as bionicles but like I said in like the worst way possible these would be like the worst bionicles ever yeah I mean I think they, they would have the potential to be really cool but it's just Funko, you swung and missed really hard. Yeah. They really did. I don't know what they were thinking here. Who knows? There's so many different, like, outfits or costumes that they could have done with 
the Avengers. There really is. Like, like no doubt. Yeah, like, why did you could have been doing, like, some of the Ultimate Editions. You could have been doing some of the, like, the What If series. And, like, why didn't you do, like, an Agent Venom instead of just normal Venom? You got me, bud. Like, dude, straight up, I feel like if I were to, like, go through the effort of repainting that Venom, I can make it look like Reptar. Oh my gosh, dude, yes. <laughs> Can I please buy this for you for like just as a joke and just I want to see you pull this off. Dude, I will. <laughs> like if if you buy it, I will straight up pay, re- repaint one to look like Reptar. <laughs> oh. Shit. Okay, dude. I I I swear if I find it in stores, I will buy you one and I will send it to you. <laughs> I want to see this happen. And Deal. guys, if it happens, you best believe that we're posting it on Instagram. Straight up, we're, we'll we'll freaking live stream that shit. <laughs> yes, yeah, buddy. So let's make that a challenge. If anyone finds the uh the Venom in store or the Walmart exclusive of Mech Strike Venom. In stores, and they want me to paint it to look like Reptar. Hit us up, and I'll give you like my mailing address and everything, and we'll I'll freaking paint it like Reptar and send it back to you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sign signed by the by the man himself, authenticated everything. Yeah. Perfect. I'll do that with any of these, honestly. Like I'll paint any of these however <laughs> you want me to. Like honestly, I could probably paint that Hulk to look like Robot Man. Dude, honestly, uh paint Captain Marvel to look like a Megazord from Power Rangers. Honestly, they beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, and I could probably like customize the Doctor Strange one to look like the blue Power Ranger. <laughs> I do for real, like, yeah, 2017 Power Ranger. Or Blue Power Ranger. Yes. There we go. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. If you guys want me to do, like, any custom paintings, like, send it to me. I'll freaking hook you up. (laughs) Can I just point point out how still bummed I am that we never got a sequel uh, to that Power Rangers movie? I'm so bummed. I know. That was a... It wasn't like an awful movie. I think no, it deserved like, a honestly, sequel. I I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But when I left that movie, and even just watching it now, now I'm just like, that movie had no right being to me at least how good it was, because I I don't know a property like Power Rangers, the way that they approached it, like kind of like in a dark way, it shouldn't have worked as well as it did, but it did. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And it just sucks that we were teased the Green Ranger and we never got him. Or her. I think they were going to cast a a girl to play Tommy. Which, that would have been freaking awesome. But I would have actually preferred that. I think it would have worked too. I think, I think that would have been really cool if you have three girls and three guys for the Power Rangers team. Yeah. 
Not and then just cool. like hit it hard with the the love relationship with the green and pink ranger. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh, I would love that. That'd yeah. be so good. So good. Anyway, enough bitching about the Avenger mech suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right, so that's our Funko Focus, because both me and Caleb hate those so, so much. Um, anyway, moving on to uh, 4K Spotlight for the week. Uh, this coming week, Soul is coming to 4K and Blu-ray. The Disney Plus exclusive is getting a 4K and Blu-ray release. Um, and so you'll be able to just get the regular Blu-ray and 4K. I think I've said those words too many times already. Um, <laughs> but, um, so there's going to be two exclusives. There's going to be a Target exclusive as well as a Best Buy exclusive. Not shocking anyone, the Best Buy exclusive is going to be the Steelbook. Because when it comes to Disney films, uh, Best Buy always gets the Steelbooks. Don't ask me why. I don't know if they have a deal going on or what. But that's just how it goes. Um, but when it comes to Target's exclusive, um, it is actually going to be a uh, Digibook. Uh, or, sorry, no, Gallery Book. And so what I kind of hate about how, because Disney is like really gone cheap, it feels with their, uh, ex at least with Target exclusives now, because when it comes to like uh, Disney Plus exclusives, they don't give the Blu-ray or the regular 4K a slipcover, except for Mulan. They actually gave the 4K for that one a slipcover, but with Onward, they never gave um, either the Blu-ray or the 4K a uh, regular slipcover. But yet now, if you get the Target exclusive, it's literally just a slipcover. But then if you open the flap up, you get the uh, gallery book and a little insert. And then like you get like a little like uh, picture from the um, the actual like movie. It's kind of dumb. They've done it for... I mean, the only movies I've seen them do it for so far are just Onward and uh, Mulan. So it looks like they're going to be doing the exact same for Soul, which kind of sucks. Um, so like, honestly, I feel at least for me, if I ever want these target exclusives, I just wait for them to go on clearance. I never pay full price for these cause I just feel they're not worth it. Um, but, uh, the steel book looks beautiful and I actually already pre-ordered, pre-ordered this cause it actually already sold out online. Um, cause I learned my, uh, uh, I learned the hard way about, uh, the, uh, onward steel book because I missed it the first time it came into stock. And then, thankfully, it did a quick restock, and I was able to get it. Um, and then it just sold out again, and it's never been in stock since. So the uh, front is Joe walking on a piano. And when you open this, it expands to, like, a whole image because you have Joe walking on the piano. But then on the back, it's the cat walking on the piano. And you get New York City in the back, and it's just beautiful. And then um, on the inside, uh, you get a uh, quick, just like little shot of uh, the soul world. So, like I said, it's it's an awesome steelbook. It's simple, but you know, it's a steelbook, and it's Pixar. So, you know, I'm I'm a what is it? A Pixar bitch. So of course I have to own all these. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, and I I love Soul, so of course I had to buy it. And um, also just really quickly, um, the other one that's coming to 4K is uh, Godzilla, the uh, 2014 uh, movie, and I'm kicking myself because I missed out on the um, Best Buy exclusive steelbook for it, and it's so beautiful. I hate myself so much. I'm hoping that it comes back into stock, but I doubt it will. But I'm not paying aftermarket price for that shit. F that. I'm not paying $70 for a steelbook. Because that's just outrageous even for me. Even though I almost was tempted to pay that for the La La Land steelbook. But I didn't. You guys should be proud of me. Um, we are proud but, of you. Uh, well, thank you. You're showing some real self-control. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> this steelbook's so cool because the front is his tail. And then when you expand it to the back, it's him. And it's... Ah, it's so beautiful. But you know what? The way I justify not buying it for like uh, aftermarket price is the fact that um, the Go- uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters steelbook, which I wasn't able to get, uh, you can't find it for like less than 70 bucks. Jeez. Like, yeah, it's outrageous for how much that one is going for. Um, So, yeah, I'm... <laughs> If I can't get it f- for just regular retail at Best Buy, I'm fine with that because I don't even have Godzilla King of the Monsters on Steelbook. I just have it on regular Blu-ray. So, I'm going to tell myself it's okay. <laughs> yeah, honestly, unless you're super into the Godzilla movies, it's Which just I'm like, not. do you need to own them? <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I actually, so I had the 2014 Godzilla, but I sold it. So I have, so I have Godzilla King of the Monsters, and then I have Kong Skull Island, but I'm missing Godzilla. And then I'm sure I'm going to buy Godzilla versus Kong when it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. So, um, my, they better do a badass steelbook for that. I'm just saying like, they, it better be like Godzilla on the front and then you open it. It's, uh, Kong on the back. Like. That's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Um, okay, minor spoiler alert for Godzilla vs. Kong, if you guys don't want to know it. Um, Funko kind of released something that spoils the movie a bit, so skip ahead if, maybe a minute or two. Um, could just because I'm not really going to talk about the figure. It, I'm going to talk about what was released. Um, so skip ahead now. Um, have you seen who's going to be in that movie? No shit. Who? Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we talked about this because yeah, because apparently that's what brings Godzilla and Kong uh, together and stops them fighting. That's so well. Okay. Dumb. Well, well, okay. No, actually. <laughs> Well, no, I'm sorry. No, the director said that there is a definitive winner because it's just like, why am I going to make a Godzilla versus Kong movie if they decide to just put their differences aside and go fight Mechagodzilla? No, he said there is a clear winner, and that's just how it should be. And I'm between, just like, between Between Godzilla and Kong? Yeah. The, yeah, so there is a clear winner. Okay, good. Because yeah, uh, I feel like what would be really cheap of him to do and honestly, I wouldn't put it past 
this dude. <laughs> I feel we're getting played. Why? With the with the uh, with the trailers, I don't think th- the the axe wielding Kong is fighting the actual Godzilla. I think it's Mecha Godzilla. I think he's fighting Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> oh shit! I think Mecha Godzilla freaking comes and bushwhacks Godzilla. And then Kong has to come bushwhack Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> oh shit, dude! I'm excited because um, so this is actually going to be my first movie seeing back in the movie theaters. Me and a coworker, a buddy from work, uh, JC, we're going to go see it in a XD. So Ooh. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm freaking. You're gonna pumped. have to tell me how, when are you gonna go see that? Are you gonna go see it like opening day? Yeah, yeah, we're seeing it the Wednesday it comes out. Okay, because I might go. <sighs> Depending on what you think, <laughs> may may influence uh, what I. Dude, I mean, say. I mean, I don't even care if the movie's not good as long as I get. At least three fights between Godzilla and Kong. As long as I leave satisfied that they had an awesome brawl, that's all I care about in this movie. Because that's how I felt with Freddy versus Jason. As long as I see these two killers just going at it with each other at least a couple times during the movie. And I got that, even though there's some stupid-ass human characters. um, But I still got what I went in for. So I still enjoy the hell out of Freddy versus Jason. Just like I really hope I get the same feel with Godzilla versus Kong. I feel you, and honestly, I think that's completely reasonable, Dude. especially with how much they're going to try and throw into this. Dude, and like, oh, my favorite shot so far I've ever seen in any marketing is when uh you see Godzilla, and it's like honestly uh, what they're using for all the um IMAX footage is Godzilla looks up into the sky and you see him like about ready to blow his atomic breath. Like his eyes are lighting up, his mouth is turning blue. Just oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited to go watch that. So excited. So I hope it I really hope it lives up to I mean it doesn't I mean I heard God I still haven't watched um Godzilla King of the Monsters. I still need to. You might want to go see that. Yeah, that. Yeah, JC said that I have to. <laughs> and did you watch so. Kong Skull Island? Uh, yeah. So I've only seen Kong Skull Island once. Okay. As long as you've seen it, I think you're good. Okay. Awesome. Okay. That. Okay. That's good to hear. Anyway. Um. We weren't actually uh, going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we weren't even supposed to talk about Godzilla versus Kong. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. I mean, come on, you guys have been listening to us for over a hundred and fifty episodes. You guys should know that we get off, we we get into tangents and we just go off topic. But you know what? That's what makes this podcast fun. Hell yeah. Um. So, <laughs> let's move on, uh, to through the wall. Uh, Caleb, would you like to start with your news? Uh, yes, I would. So I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, I have a few little notes about it, but we just got a 
Marvel's Avengers update, the video game. Uh, we did not have a very good opinion of that, but if you want to go hear our thoughts on it, uh, go listen to episode 150. Um, yes. Anyway, the update that we got is Black Panther is actually going to be coming out soon. Um, actually, not soon. On the trailer, it said sometime this year. <laughs> Oh man. So, I mean, it, it, at least they're saying like, "Hey, you know, you'll get him. Just be patient." Yeah. So, it just had like a uh an introduction or more of like a uh a r- narration from Ulysses Claw. And then Black Panther kind of reveals himself and comes out. And the suit for Black Panther looks really good. I'm glad that they didn't go over the top with the suit. Like, honestly, I, I like the MCU costume more, but I do like this one quite a lot. I do, too. It's a little bit more, like, armor-plated instead of, like, a uh, more like a spandex suit. Yeah, uh, yeah now I'm thinking about that is kind of how the Black Panther MCU suit is. Yeah, so that aspect looks really nice. I do prefer the like the spandex looking suit just because I feel that fits Black Panther's vibe a little bit better. Because when I think of like I, the I spandex, I'm thinking like Spider Man and like really agile characters. Yeah, and Black Panther is definitely up in the top list of very agile characters. Yeah, so I think of his costume just uh, similar to Spider-Man's, but the armor plating looks really good. Uh, the helmet looks really nice. It has a couple like spike-looking things, like uh, embellishments that kind of feel a bit off. But overall, it's a, a nice suit. The one aspect to it, and this is like, might be, I mean. Give me your thoughts on this. The one aspect of the suit I don't like is the silver Black Panther logo in the middle of the chest. I can definitely agree with that because I kind of feel that's a little overkill, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder who this is. Oh, symbol on the chest. It's Black Panther. No, we know like, it's Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, like there's... There's certain heroes that it just makes sense that their logo is on the front. Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, uh, Captain America, um, even though his is just a star, so it's technically not like... Because his symbol is technically his shield with the star. But anyway, um, yeah, Black Panther just doesn't make sense. Like All that makes sense besides his spandex suit is that he has that Wakanda necklace around it. So... yeah. Yeah, just a actual Black Panther emblem on the middle of the chest piece just does not work for me. <laughs> this no. is weird. Not even a little bit. It's so odd. <laughs> it it is. So, other than I hope we get some more options with the suits. I mean, I know we're going to, um, but I hope we get some an option for the suit that doesn't have that emblem. Because it just kind of like I hope so too ruins the suit for me. I feel. 
I really hope that um so you know in a uh, the Black Panther film where um it was so it was the classic uh black 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 panther suit um but you could see some like uh purple throughout it. Yeah. I'm hoping we get a suit like that cuz that is my all-time favorite Black Panther suit. That would be it awesome. looks so awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I feel like we're going to because I know I, f- I feel like I understand the costuming with uh Black Panther. <laughs> mhm. I feel like we're going to get a couple different variations. I think we're going to get some different coloring on the suit. I feel like we might get like a white tiger-esque suit. That'd be interesting. Which I feel is just like a white Black Panther suit. Or not yeah. white, not white tiger. Uh, white. No, it's white tiger. What the hell am I talking? Okay, anyway. I feel like we're going to get, like, a white suit. We're going to get, like, maybe a gray suit. And I think we're going to get, like, a tribal suit. And I think that would be really fun to play as. That would be. Um, And I I have a feeling we're probably going to get a a more MCU-accurate suit. Because, I mean, like, how could they not? How could they not include that? That's a good point. Yeah. The one I'm really excited for, though, is the uh, first appearance suit. Ooh, yes. That would be, like, super, super cool. So, those are the ones that I'm really excited for. So, is Black Panther going to bring you back into Marvel's Avengers? Honestly, Hawkeye was the one that is bringing me back. I just need to yes. get off my ass and actually update it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm very interested to see um how they differed uh Kate and Clint's uh playstyles. Yeah. They also did an uh an updated harm room where you can like Ooh. throw your or choose your enemies and like the amount of enemies that you get. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. So I, that that's definitely going to bring me back to the to the game. Okay, thank you, Square Enix, for doing that. That is actually an awesome feature, Dad. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that the um, the multiplayer in this game is what sucks, but the story mode alone is worth whatever the game was worth, whatever the game cost. Well, now you can get it for thirty bucks. Yep. Whereas we spent between sixty and eighty dollars. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Gotta love it. Got to love it. Anyway, before I get sad, what is your your bit of news this week? I don't know. I think this is gonna make you even sadder. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so over the weekend, this past weekend, uh, Disney, for some reason, uh, decided to re 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 release Avatar in China, and unfortunately, straight up bullshit, Avatar is once again the highest-grossing movie of all time. 
That beat is out a load Avengers Endgame of shit. Uh, so it looks like it is uh, ahead of Avengers Endgame by about fifty million now. That is absolute horseshit. That is it really garbage. Is. <laughs> yeah, this freaking sucks. Like, was it Disney's idea? Whose idea was it? I have no idea, but like honestly, I feel this is just going to be like, because uh, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to re-release Endgame or re-re-release Endgame, but I feel this is just going to be a never-ending battle that Avatar's re-released, Endgame's re-released, Avatar's re-released, Endgame's re-released. Like I don't know, it just feels like it's going to be a never-ending battle because both of them want to be on top, but just. I, I I feel it's very unfair to Avengers Endgame because yes, Avengers Endgame was re-released, but it was still within the same. It was te- for me at least, it's still within its um actual like box office total because it was only within a couple months. It was technically still in theaters before they did the re-release. It was just not like it didn't have as many showtimes as it did with the re-release. But when they do something like what Avatar does and re-re-re-re-re-release it, I feel that shouldn't count towards the actual box office of the movie. That should just be a different box office entirely. But then if I say that, that doesn't mean anything because you could say the same thing with that for Gone with the Wind, which is actually adjusted for inflation the uh, highest... Yeah, it's Gone with the Wind. It's uh, just for inflation. It's the highest grossing and uh, highest grossing film of all time. Okay. So, how many times did Avatar re-release? Let me find that out. I know... Okay, so it was released in 2009. Okay. And then um, I believe it was re-released for a... uh, when like 3D was like really big in like 2010, it was re-released there. Okay. Um, but let me double check. That'd be really funny. So if, it had uh, its in- its initial release, then a re-release with the 3D. So that's one. Uh, where is it? Avatar Bend. Not released. Re-released. If I could spell, that'd be nice, folks, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, no, that's not what I want. It's telling me, oh, this is when the sequels are coming out. I don't give a shit about the sequels. Yeah, screw those sequels, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, for real, though. Okay, maybe Wikipedia. We don't like to shit nice on too. movies here, but screw those movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you know what? In a way, maybe. Yeah, screw James Cameron. Yeah, there's no way that, that he wasn't involved in that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's bullshit. Okay, so if it got... Yeah, I, I can't find it. Sorry. I, okay. I, it's at least three times. At least three? Yeah. Okay, so if it so it had its initial release. Yes. A release after th- that with the 3D. And then two more after that. 
I f- okay wait actually no okay sorry I think it was so I think it's just the initial release the th- uh, 3D release and then this release and then this release okay so that's three re-releases or two re-releases two. because I'm not going to count the initial release okay but if it had two re-releases Avengers Endgame only re-released once. But, like you said, doesn't really count when it's still in theaters. They were just giving us some extra content. Yeah. I feel Avengers Endgame needs another re-release, just to keep up. I absolutely agree. And I will gladly see it ten more times. I will go see it, it as many more times as needed to go sh- to freaking shove it up James Cameron's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! For real though, oh, that's so dumb. I I hate it, that. Mm. Yeah, it's it doesn't fill me with the warm fuzzies. <laughs> um, so I'm, dumb. I feel that it was probably also re-released another time for when IMAX probably took off too. Oh my god! If it has. Okay, if it's three, Endgame should still be on top. It shouldn't freaking count. With how long it's been out of theaters? I mean, come on. Yeah. That's bullshit. Straight bullshit. That is just... Come on, Marvel... I'm sorry, but Marvel deserved this. This was the ending of a ten-year story. And just... It was just perfect. Like... I feel ever like all Marvel fans, Marvel in general, just freaking deserve that victory. And James Cameron just had to come around and steal it. Yeah, asshole. piece of shit. <laughs> I still like Titanic though. Titanic is all camera. right, but Avatar does. Honestly, I'm, Avatar I'll say it right now. I hate it. Avatar. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I'll say it right now. I hate Avatar. I finally watched it. The graphic, the um, visual effects, pretty cool. I'll give you that. The story sucks. I was freaking bored. Yeah, I barely so made it through boring. the movie. I'm I'm amazed that I actually made it through the movie. Yeah, it's just like what what the the really the only thing that he did with Avatar, he just created a world. Yeah, that, so that's, it's kind of it. yeah. It's like he didn't give us a story or like characters to care about, or yeah, that I, we want to see more of. Like I feel like exactly. he t- he ended this movie with a little freaking bow, and he's just like, and they lived happily ever after, and done. Like, like psych, I got four more sequels planned. Yeah, f- f- doing what? <laughs> like at least. I will say this because I I also feel the same way with Star Wars that George Lucas cre- just cre- all he did was create a world but he created a world that we care about characters that yeah. we care about uh like just a a wide uh, what's the term a wide array of things to care about in the Star Wars universe. He gave us freaking Mandalorians. He gave us Jedi. He gave us Sith. He gave us Re- the Rebels. The First Order. He gave us all these things. And just be- it became a playground of things to play with. But 
he left it open-ended for people to continue on with the story. Because the story is people struggling in a time of war. Yeah. They, in Avatar, they ended that. It was a research mission, gave this disabled vet his legs back, and he became one with, like, the local natives, or with this planet's natives, and then fell in love with one of them, transferred his consciousness into their body, or into into a body of theirs, and became like a permanent fixture in their civilization, married happily ever after. Where do you go from there? Exactly. It's like fantastic. Like you built this amazing, you built this amazing world, created a language, and all this. But it's been. When did this come out? Two thousand nine. Yep, two thousand nine. Yeah, it's been. What nine years? No, not, not nine years. No. Uh, almost twelve. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> no one I mean, gives I don't a know, damn man. That, about uh, whatever. You're, that what hair- is it? Pandora. <laughs> yeah, it's Pandora. I don't know, man. That hair tail thing, whatever the hell it's called, how they mate. Freaking gross. It's very gross. But yeah, it's just like, eh. Like who give? Who cares? Yeah. With, uh, and I'm not saying like. Honestly, Avatar, just got lucky. Honestly. No, I can absolutely agree with that. Yeah, because of how revolutionary the effects were, I guess. It it wasn't even necessarily that. I don't think that it would have been as big of a box office hit had there been other movies that came out. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, 2009 was kind of a dry year. Yeah, that was like that's what pushed Avatar over the top and why there was like the re-releases because there were just no big box office movies coming out. For the Honestly, longest the only, time. The only movie I remember from 2009... Well, okay, I remember two. Up and Iron Man 2. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, Iron Man 2... Like, sequels, I don't feel ever do as well as the, the first one. Rarely ever do they ever do. If, at least you know initially. Actually, you got a point there. Yeah, but it's just... Cause, yeah, because yeah, even uh, Avengers Age of Ultron didn't do as well as the first Avengers. Yeah, I think it gets better with time, but it's... Yeah, no. But, yeah, like, that's all fine and dandy, but it's just, like, there was just a, such a dry spell with Avatar. Of course they they became top box office. They were the only movie in theaters for a while. <laughs> Same with Gone with the Wind. I feel like they should have had a cutoff, too. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't even want to know. It's how many super times easy to become the top box office in the world when you're the only freaking movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I, I'm absolutely on on the team that Avengers Endgame deserved the top box office slot because of what they were able to accomplish. They have done something that no other movie 
has been able to do before. Yeah. They had a 20 plus movie series to come to one final epic conclusion. And it was just epicness. Yep. Like, if you think Avengers Endgame is just Avengers Endgame, you're you're freaking kidding yourself. Avengers Endgame is chills. not just Endgame. It is the it is the culmination of I of the Iron Man movies, the Captain America movies, the Thor movies, the other the previous Avengers movies, Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, Doctor Strange, all of these movies coming together to form just something oh, perfect. Yep. You know, I had a thought. Sorry, really quick, I gotta throw this in. I had a because th- uh, I actually watched Avengers Endgame a couple days ago, and you know, at the end, uh, they do the amazing send off to the original six. Yeah. Um. Do you kind of wish? Maybe this. This is just me, but I kind of wish that I. I know, like, it was awesome to finish it off with um, Robert Downey Jr. But I would have actually liked if they like went through all the six and then the final like da 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 is actually like them the final shot of them the original six assembled that would have been pretty cool yeah right cuz technically the final technically the final shot that we ever saw of the original six assembled is just a repeat of the um fight scene in the original avengers when they're doing the whole circle thing in new york city that is yeah. technically the final assemb- uh, assembling of the original six. But I don't know. I just would have loved that. I mean, I love what we got, but I would have loved if like maybe that was just like an alternate thing that they threw in, like say like on the Blu-ray bonus features. I would have liked if they threw in like all of those images together into one. Ooh, yes. There we go. Like all of those shadow images into into one big group photo. That's even better. Yes. Okay. Okay. Caleb wins for ideas for <laughs> this podcast. Yes. There we go. That 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 final shot of just yeah all of the shadowy um, stills that they did of each actor just put together and yeah we get our final shot of the original six assembled. Yeah. That's oh so God, that's so bad now. Can someone like like uh, work their magic and like make that work? Because I I feel it's possible, but it's just gonna take a lot of work. I agree, and it'd probably be a pain in the ass. It, but it like, will, if someone wants to do that, pain in the ass. like, I would love you forever. I mean, I already <laughs> love you guys forever, but like, I would love you three. Th- <laughs> oh. Dude, they are getting gypped, and it's so sad. I hope, I hope Disney does the right thing and does a re-release of Endgame just to put Endgame back on top. Because if this was Disney's idea, they made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, but they're winning either way. <laughs> yeah, they're winning either way, but Endgame needs yes, to be on absolutely. top. And that's just the definitive yeah, and top. That's the bottom line. And tell James Cameron to go screw himself next time he tries to mess with the Avengers. <laughs> oh, man. You know, 
I wonder how many Chinese people went to go see the Avatar movie thinking it was like new. That'd be really funny. This ain't Avatar 2. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Caleb, what do you say we actually get into the headliner for this episode? <laughs> All Let's right. do it. So for this week's All Bros Headliner, we'll be doing a breakdown of the Netflix original film, Yes Day. And Caleb, I suck at checking social media. Um, we asked a question. Did we get any responses? Uh, we posted it late. I haven't seen any responses wah, wah, wah. No, but if we if we did get any responses by the time I edit this, then um, I'll throw them in now. All right, so, well, moving on to our, uh, oh my gosh, I'm already butchering this up. Wow. Moving on, <laughs> headliner, thank you. So, moving on to the all, so the all bros headliner, which is the breakdown of yesterday. Um, Caleb, would you like to walk our audience through how we uh, grade films on this podcast now? Uh, yes, I would. Uh, we have split movies into eight different categories. I almost forgot what I was about to say for a second. We've split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final all bros letter grade. Or schoolhouse grade, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's a it's a letter grade <laughs> with a plus or a minus or just a, one a of plus. Those. I need to write something up. This is freaking ridiculous. Yeah, come on, man. I've been doing this for how long? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we've been eight different categories. We have individually graded them, all except the personal grades, because we like to be surprised, too. Um, but yeah, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then at the very end, we give it our own personal grade. Yeah, buddy. Um... So, with that, if you have not seen Yesterday, it is available on Netflix. Um, so go check it out. Otherwise, if you continue to listen, just know we're going to spoil the entire damn movie for you. So, at this point, it is your fault. <laughs> it's a horrible start to their Yesterday. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, so starting off with story, Rose is going to be reading us off the synopsis. Introducing Reading with Rose with two E's. Uh, Allison and Carlos Torres are married with three kids. Katie, Nando, I could have sworn his name was Mando. <laughs> I thought it was Mando. I'm so glad that I had subtitles because I thought the ah, exact shit, same yeah. thing. I wasn't paying. I wasn't like w looking at the screen when they first said his name, and I was like, <laughs> "Wait, what?" Oh, damn it! I thought it was just an awesome <laughs> Mandalorian reference. Oh, damn! No, 
so his 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 full name probably was like Fernando. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right, <laughs> so okay, yeah, so their kids' names are Katie, Nando, and Ellie. When they first met, they were adventurous and said yes to everything. Once they had their kids, however, they felt they needed to say no to protect them. One evening, they are called into a parent-teacher conference at school where they discover Katie and Nando have both submitted schoolwork calling their mom a dictator. Allison expresses frustration that her kids perceive her this way and tells Carlos that she feels he makes her play the role of bad cop with their children. Mr. Deacon, a school employee and father, overhears and shares with them that he maintains order in his house by having a yes day from time to time, one 24-hour period wherein the parents cannot say no within reason. Carlos and Allison present the idea to the kids, telling them that if they don't get into trouble, do their chores, and keep their grades up, they can have a yes day as a reward. Katie makes a wager with Allison that if her mom makes it through Yes Day, Katie will go to the musical festival Fleek Fest with her mother. If she doesn't make it, Katie will be allowed to go with a friend, Layla. The kids eventually manage to earn a Yes Day and put together a list of five activities for the day. First, Ellie dresses her parents in crazy outfits. Next, they go and order a massive $40 sundae that is free if they can eat it all in 30 minutes. They then go through a car wash with the windows down. I'm sorry, that's where I'm drawing the line. It's like, kids, I just bought this car. <laughs> okay, in a car like theirs, I pr- that's probably where I would have drawn the line. But like in a line. car like yours? Yeah. In my car? Uh... Oh, really? <laughs> You'd be hesitant? <laughs> in my... No, in my car, I oh, okay. no, I I would probably oh, I was do like, it. Dude, really? In a brand new car, I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> hell no. Okay, I was gonna say, like, dude, really? Like, but it's also like, how much damage could they really do? I also want to point out, um, you know how like the guy notices that they roll down the windows? Um, why didn't he like push like the automatic? I'm assuming in car automatic car washes they have like an emergency stop button, right? Oh, they do. He, like, never thought about pressing that. He probably doesn't get paid <laughs> enough to care. Fair enough. Uh, it's like, hey, you know, if they get sprayed hot wax in their eyes, at least I get a show for the day. <laughs> that is true. Didn't really think about the <laughs> <Yeah>. hot wax. <laughs> I don't think any of them did either. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, next they go to a capture the flag competition where each family member leads a group and the goal is for one team to catch the others, throwing balloons filled with Kool-Aid at their opponents. Allison wins the game for her team, impressing her kids. Carlos, however, is tempted to drop out of Yes Day, but ultimately decides he can't bear to disappoint his kids. The fourth event is a trip to a theme park where the family rides roller coasters. Oh, excuse me. When Katie steps away, Allison sees texts on her daughter's phone from Layla indicating she and Katie will be hanging out with older boys at Fleekfest. Allison tells her that the wager is off and she's going to Fleekfest with her, not Layla. Hurt, Katie storms off. In an attempt to win a pink gorilla for Katie as an apology, Allison and Carlos get into a fight with another park goer and are arrested. The children sneak away. 
Katie goes to Fleekfest with Layla, but quickly becomes uncomfortable being alone with older boys, and her friend abandons her. Yeah, that, she is the worst freaking friend ever. Well, then I guess I'll just see you later. I'm like, bitch? Yeah, that, right? Okay, also, I feel like being a parent now... <laughs> <laughs> I viewed this movie very differently <laughs> than I probably would have without a child. Not pointing okay. fingers. I thought uh, she was uh, like, uh, uh. yeah. Okay. I thought for a se- like I had to like do some mental math because I forgot that she was only 14. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. I thought she was like 16 and I'm just like music festival, like with, a friend, I mean, I guess that's okay. And then when she's just like, in four years, I can't wait to move out. And I was just like, oh, she's 14. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> and then on top of that, like, she doesn't get t- to be mad that her mom read her, her messages. First off, we're paying for the phone, not you. Second, if you're going to leave your phone out in the open, don't be pissed off when you get a message when your notifications just kind of show up. If there's one episode that you have Iris listen to when she's older, please have her listen to this one because I can just I just want her to be like, but dad, when you get to this point. No, but <laughs> nothing. There is not going to be a conversation. It's just like, ooh, I looked for your f- through your phone that I pay for. Boo-hoo. Yeah. No. <laughs> True. Like, damn straight. For real, though. Yeah. Like, I'll give her... If she earns it, I will give her her yeah. privacy. Like, if she sh- if she shows that she's responsible, like, I I will give her whatever privacy that she, she needs or requires. But the second I fe- I smell something fishy, guess what I'm going for? That phone. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right, uh, Nando. Anyway, Let's... this this movie filled me with very mo- a lot of parental anxiety. You know what? Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. I'm sorry I did not get that same. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I feel bad though, like for like how much anxiety it gave you but then at the same time that just like showcases how good of a father you are and how much you love your daughter so <laughs> dude me and Brielle so she uh she didn't watch the whole thing with me but she did catch the ass end of it and when like all the shit was hitting the fan <laughs> and we were both like flipping out <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh man Okay. No, you're good, man. You're good. Um, So Nando stages a nerd party at the house as the final big event, but is quickly, but it quickly gets out of control when Ellie accidentally sets off a foam explosion inside the house that was meant for the backyard. Okay, why didn't they just get it already in the backyard? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, did you really need to like push it out like those? whatever the hell they were using for like tubes. Did you really need to use those to push it out into the backyard? No, just go out into the damn backyard and do your experiment there. Yeah. But 
that aggravated the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Katie's phone dies while trying to contact her siblings, and she panics. With help from her, who is performing at the event, Allison finds Katie, and they reconcile. Okay, I just want that girl, uh, lady that is just like, oh, you want to go home? And then chucks her phone. I hope I see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that chick would get bitch slapped yeah. so fast. Oh my, mm, yeah, that that pissed me off so bad. Like, mm, that sent me over the moon. Mm. Dude, and the way she was getting like more and more worked yeah. up, I was like, I was flipping out. I was just like, just help her. You. <laughs> He's like, you bitch. Yeah, I I was losing it at all the adults and all of the older ch- kids there. I was flipping out. See that this is why I like I'm gonna teach my I'm gonna teach Iris to be a freaking aggressive. Good. If anyone pulled that shit with her, I hope she would freaking yes, knock them the hell out. Good. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Be like I'm stealing your phone, bitch. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I cannot do concerts. I get claustrophobia bad. I can't be like munched not munched in scrunched in with that many people by me like honestly this six feet thing has honestly been like a blessing not gonna not gonna lie i feel like i'm a yeah it it definitely has i feel like with the concert going experience i am very much not the stand up and cheer type of consumer i have more of the attitude of someone going to an opera Yes. Like sitting down and like light clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah, cause it... But the type of music that I would want to see in concert does it it doesn't it doesn't no. line up. Like it's the type of music that I would want to see in concert, it's not the type of music that you just sit and like do a golf clap. Light claps. Yeah, like with your white gloves <laughs> on and just damn. No, it like all the music that I like is the kind that you stand up and freaking rock out to at a, <laughs> a concert. <laughs> oh man, uh, Carlos arrives home and finally manages to disciplinary to be a disciplinarian, forcing the party to stop and the kids to help with the cleanup. I th- I did appreciate that. That was a great father moment. No, no, no. You guys don't get to just leave. You're taking all the foam outside to the backyard. Yep. That was that was awesome. <laughs> uh, as yesterday draws to a close, Ellie makes one final request. They all spend the night playing games as a family in a tent in the backyard. In a mid-credit scene, the Torres family and other players pelt Mr. Deacon with Kool-Aid balloons at the capture the flag field. Which I did not see that. I didn't know that there was. I swear, these mid credit scenes are catching me by surprise. Does like every movie have a mid credit scene now? It feels like it. I honestly wait until the end. Like I feel like the credits are a good time for me to start discussing the movie. That's fair. Oh my gosh. You all right? Yeah, that sneeze just like killed me. It felt like. <laughs> My body just went like, F you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, Okay, so 
story-wise, what did we give it, Caleb? Uh, we ended up scoring it at an 81. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I ended up giving it a little bit higher than you, but, I mean, 81, it's it's hard to, like, disagree with these, and I think it's, I'm what I'm going to start doing is, like, make it harder for us to see each other's scores because i feel like i i'm like more convinced your way whenever i see your scores i'm the same way with you yeah so (laughs) i'm gonna try and like keep it hidden from now on okay that works (laughs) just so we can put like our own honest scores because right now i'm not a hundred percent disagreeing with like all the scores that i'm seeing okay um, but yeah, story sitting at an 81, like, it's a good story. It is. It's, it's a simple, uh, family story that, you know, kids get to have a day where their parents can't say no. Of course, hijinks ensues, but then at the end they share a nice family moment. It's simple, but it's played out very nicely and... I I had a good time with the story. Yeah, it was really fun. And like you said, simple premise, but I think with the with a family-friendly movie like this, that's all you really need. Oh yeah, definitely. And the whole the premise of a yes day is really intriguing because I started doing some research into it as well, and oh, all of the the statistics and facts that they were pointing out in this movie where they they feel a sense of, or where children feel a sense of a um, autonomy, and they eat less sugar, and just like all these really good aspects come from yes days. Huh. Yeah. So it kind of made me consider doing yes days in the future. Like I'm probably not going to be a parent that says no to a lot of things unless it's like completely outlandish. Yeah, fair enough. Especially when it comes to like experimentation with children like oh, I want to try doing this. I want to try doing that. I'm probably not going to say no to a lot of that kind of stuff. That's awesome. It's probably going to be more like, "Hey, don't break my shit." <laughs> Oh man! It's gonna be like that kind of stuff and safety. That's okay. co- are gonna be my like what I would say no to. Like oh, I want to like use your saw. No, like how about I no? Cut whatever you yeah, I will cut whatever you need to cut, but like you can use it under my supervision. <laughs> oh man. But I don't think I would just outright say no to anything. No, that's good. Like, what what kind of thing... Like, I'm trying to remember. What kind of things was she saying no to? Um... Shit. Like, I she forgot. Was saying, yeah, like, she was saying no to... Um... Like, the concert. Like, that was the big one that was just like, no, don't do that. But she was still giving her, and like, a, hey, you like... can go see it, but I'm coming with you. Yeah. And then, 
I think a lot of the other stuff, it was just messes. Yeah, that's that's true. So it's just like, eh, don't don't mess with that. Or, and th- I think that's like also where I would fall under. Be like, mm, no, <laughs> like we're not going to do that. That's going to be really difficult to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> or I think it'd be more like what I would do more. It's just like, okay, if you do this, you're going to clean it up. Yeah. Just letting you know. <laughs> but. Like it gives, it gives a lot of like thought. I think internal thought, like as or for me as a parent, like okay, what kind of parent am I going to be? Am I going to be the kind, the kind that says no to absolutely everything? But it gives like good perspectives from everything because you don't want to be like really either of the parents. You don't want to be the one that says no to everything, and you don't want to be the one that turns your spouse into the bad guy. That's true. That's very true. Like, I think there's just a happy medium everywhere. Absolutely agree with that. So, um, but yeah, overall, I think it was a really fun, well-written story. It really, it honestly really was. I don't have a lot of problems with this, because... I don't know, I feel there's not a lot you can do wrong with this this kind of movie. Um and especially with uh, the uh items that their kids came up with for what they actually wanted to do for yesterday were I feel pretty creative, especially the whole water balloon fight. Or sorry, Kool Aid fight. Yeah, that was fun. That, that looked like a blast. So much fun. So I I, like I said, I feel like an average story for me, like a dead average is like 70s, maybe 75. Um, But this one's sitting at an 81. Very well done. Yes, absolutely. Um, Next up, we got writing, which is sitting a little bit below story. So it's sitting at an 80. No, that's so really good, because the writing is honestly as solid as the story. Yeah. I feel like there's a a few bits of, like, cheesiness, and a... Like with that one cop? Yeah, like, the cop was a bit much. Yeah, I'll definitely So there was, like, a cop in this movie that was just, like, very childish, um... Seemed like it was his first day on the job, honestly. Yeah, especially because he took the word of three kids saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, our uh, grandparents are just outside. You know, they're just picking us up." Yeah, you don't. Yeah, it's, it's it's not required that you have to make sure that we leave with an actual adult. You have to see it with your own eyes. Yeah. So, I think, <laughs> I think that was written a little bit lazily, and he was at a concert. You're a freaking cop. You can't get backstage. Yeah, for real, though. Yeah, how does that make sense? <laughs> it's like, um, excuse me, I need to get on stage. No, I'm with a cop. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> yeah. Or at least it should. But I think they just needed that, like, that sweet moment with the, the performer. Yeah. Or what was her name? Her? Yeah, her. Yeah. Her playing uh, her. 
Yeah. So I thought that was like a fun moment, but there was just a lot of cheesy lines. A lot of them were from the extras. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And a few, I, f- I feel like there was a few from Jennifer Garner's character that yeah, it was just kind of like a little cheesy. And maybe that's that's more like acting, because could, it was just be. her acting was like honestly one of the lower sides with me. The parents were really like Jen- yeah, like Jennifer Garner and the the husband or her husband character Edgar. They Morris. were a little low. I they were actually the highest for me. I loved these two. Really, I thought yeah. the kids were higher. Oh, dude, I love these two, but we'll save that for acting. Okay, and we'll get we'll get into um, it. Yeah, we'll clash. So, like like we said, eighty's not a bad score. It's no. just it's just slightly lower than the story. Um, definitely some cheesy lines. Some things that I feel you could cut out. Like I feel like you could cut out the cop. Oh, hands down. Yeah, Officer Jones. He did not need to be in this movie. No, like the way that she like she didn't even really need him to get into the concert herself. No, but you know what? One character they can't take out of this, Gene the paramedic. She was hilarious. I loved her. I felt she was a bit much. <laughs> Real? Oh, I love the the whole line of i love know, the actress i love the actress but she was a bit much i don't for me. i loved everything about her I, I love when she's just like you know if there's an actual emergency i have to drop you guys off sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was she was fun she was definitely fun but it's just mm, maybe a bit much for this this story Oh, for some reason, I loved her. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we got acting, which we have sitting at a seventy-eight point five. Uh, like like I said, well, so Caleb actually liked uh, the kids more, but for me, um, I don't know. I loved uh, Jennifer Gardner and Edgar Ramirez uh, the most. Um, when uh, I think about Jennifer Garner in this role, um, I'm taken back to, uh, when she played, uh, the mom as well in, uh, Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Have you seen that movie? I've not seen that movie. Ooh. So good. it, yeah, I thought you were going to say 13 going on 30. Cause that's the vibe I was getting from her acting. Really? Oh no. I, I was getting the, um, vibe from that alexander um just because like she's a mom that like she wants to she wants to make sure that her kids are taken care of you know she she just wants to make sure that her family's okay on i just love that um i know they played edgar ramirez off as like the kind of like i don't do i want to say like dorky dad Kind of the dorky dad. Okay. Kind of, like, I think they made his character seem like he was the buzzkill. 
Yeah, at his workplace. Yeah, that that was very true. Yeah, and he just and it was just like I don't want to be a buzzkill when I get home. And like I I get that. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, oh. I can understand that mindset. It still doesn't I feel give the um a good enough reason to make your spouse seem like the bad guy all the time. That's fair. I can understand that. Like, I feel like it's something like you could take turns being the the bad guy. No, that's a good like. Point. I feel like in situations like that, it doesn't feel like your your parents or like it wouldn't feel like you're part of a team. Yeah, and that's that's something he comes to realize later in the film. But it's just you need to feel like you're a part of a team, especially in a situation with kids. It's kind of a you versus them. <laughs> it's that's true. And if you're always getting kind of betrayed by your teammate, that's going to cause some issues. Yeah. So you kind of need to take turns being the bad guy or always kind of be on the same page about things. That's a good point. Um. Yeah. So you, I thought, so his name was Edgar Ramirez? Yes. I thought his was the possibly the weakest. I don't know. For some reason, I really liked his performance. I don't want. I, don't know. I liked him. I, I like. I'm not saying I didn't like him. I just didn't care for his performance as much as some of the kids. Okay. No, that that's completely understandable. Like I would probably put the the oldest daughter. As number one, uh, possibly Jennifer Garner as number two, Nando as three, Ellie as four, and then Edgar Ramirez as five. That's fair. I, I can understand that. The little girl did really good. She did do a really great job. <laughs> like, wow. Um, But no, I can definitely agree with you for... Uh, Jenna Ortega, who played uh, Katie, especially um, during the um, concert scene, the emotion that you got out of her was insane. Amazing. Yeah, she's an amazing actress. She really is. Do you know what else she's been in? Uh, She was in The Babysitter, Killer Queen. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, and she was also... Oh, no, that was someone else. <laughs> oh, she's actually also going to be in uh, the new Scream. Ooh. I'm excited about that. Oh, you're kidding me. She was in, the, she was in the Little Rascal Save the Day. What? Who, oh, who did she play? Oh, she played Marianne. The one with the pigtails? And uh, wore... Uh, <laughs> Um, what is it? Uh, overalls. Oh my gosh! Well, at least she made up for that with this movie. Yep, she does some really good work. I'm excited to see what what she makes of herself in the future. Yeah, I can't wait to see her in Scream. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. So, like we said, acting sitting at a seventy-eight point five. It's uh, it's above average. 
a little bit. <laughs> but, like, you're not getting any Oscar performances out of this movie, but... um, It's, it's decent acting. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Most it definitely fun. fits the tone of the of the film. Y- yes, yes, absolutely. All right, next up we got character development, uh, which we scored at a seventy nine point five. Um, I I think I ended up grading someone different than you. Who did you end up scoring? Uh, well, so I actually did the same as you, the daughter. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to go with. Uh the mom no because now like kind of thinking about it nah the daughter got more character development yeah so the oldest daughter um she kind of starts off the movie well for one thinking that her mom is like a dictator yep um (laughs) says no to everything um but slowly comes to understand her mom's point of view Kind of, in a way. I think that they could have had some more heart-to-heart moments with her. I can agree with that. At least between her and her mom, maybe have had more of a moment. Maybe instead of like an argument. Or I think the argument came a little too early between them and like the phone thing. I think that came, a, like I said, a little too early. I think that they could have held that off until later and then maybe had them or given them a moment together where they were kind of talk maybe talking about her past a little bit like the mother's past being like hey i'm uh like i used to be fun i used to do this i used to do that and it's just like hey what changed and kind of exp- try to explain her perspective a little bit better and i think that would have made the the understanding that the the daughter gained during the her freak out at the concert, I think that would made it a little bit more impactful. Oh yeah, absolutely. But overall, it was a pretty decent arc. Definitely better than some of the previous movies that we've had. <laughs> it, it was, and honestly, for being like a little kid's well, now okay, not really a little kid, but like a kid's at, uh, arc alone. It def- it honestly had some depth to it, surprisingly. Yeah, like so. If you if we don't count the war with Grandpa, this is actually the highest um, character development score that we've given since Soul. Wow, damn! I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's not counting War with Grandpa. War with Grandpa is the like we gave a little bit higher. Um yeah, War with Grandpa sitting at a uh at an eighty four. Oh, okay. So it's it's the second highest uh character development score since Soul. Not bad at all. Yeah, definitely not bad. So like we said, seventy nine point five solid arc, I feel. Uh could have it could have been improved a little bit. Yeah, but, but overall, super, super good. Yeah, really well. Really well done. All right, moving on over to effects. Uh, so this one's sitting at a 79. 
I mean, there really nothing to write home about. I mean, the, well, okay, the, the actual science project at the end, um, with the foam and everything, that was actually pretty cool. That was that was played out very well. Um, I really want to. I I I don't know. Would you have dumped it into the toilet if you were a kid? Like a really young kid, maybe. Okay, let's say you were uh, Nando's age. Then no, I would not put it in the toilet. Okay, all right. Just just wanted um, to check. Yeah, I want to know what the like. You could kind of tell that the the bubbles and everything that wasn't whatever was getting poured into that that mixture. Yeah. <laughs> That that was straight up like a foam bubble machine. Yeah. Also, I want to know if I'm like was losing my mind. The ending scene where they're in the tent and foam starts coming out of the house. Did that look CGI? Or did it that actually look... did a little bit? Okay. Let it did not look real. At least for the most part, maybe a little bit. But I saw some animation in there. Yeah, there were times that it definitely looked fake. <laughs> I mean, for that kind of scene, I can understand why they would decide to, hey, you know what, let's just computer uh, generate uh, that kind of stuff, because that's just going to be a bitch cleaning up, or having that yeah. shoot outside the window for that kind of shot. Yeah, one thing that I I docked for personally and this was just more like a continuity error, but I think it goes in line with the effects. Um, they seem to clean up the bubble mess very quickly. That's a good point. And that shit was everywhere. Yeah, and it's not like thick foam. It's like bubbles. Yeah. And that shit was... Like you said, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so the the fact that they were able to clean that up so quickly, I'm calling bullshit. Same here. Um, but I did have to give some decent props to the the stunt coordinators with the uh, water balloon fight. Yeah, that was that was very well played out, very well choreographed. Yeah, so I think all of that the the stunt work with the dad was I think a l- maybe may have been a little over the top. Okay, that's fair. But it was still like some some well done stuff. Um, the falls I feel were just exaggerated a bit too much to be believable. Um, so that's why it ended up getting a little bit lower. Uh, sitting at seventy nine. Um, next up we got music, which we both gave a seven. I don't think... I mean, the music was... It was good. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why, but when they started playing Best Day of My Life, when, uh, the, uh, foam just started going everywhere, I don't know, to me it didn't really fit. I mean, I guess it fits for a kid, like, oh yeah, it's the best day of my life, but I don't know, I would have... For me, I would have chosen a different song. Yeah, I I think the 
the music selection was really good. I think the way that it fit into the story, not as much. I agree with that. Um, the music. I think I'm remembering it right. The music with the uh, the water balloon scene. A bit maybe over epic. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. But then it kind of get went got into like a a rock and roll feeling, which I did a song and yeah, and it felt good. So yeah. I think I think they were able to correct themselves after going a little off center. I feel like if they would have just paired the music that they had with the scene a bit better, I think this could have gotten an eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. But unfortunately, got a seven just because odd placement of music. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next up, we got costumes, which is also sitting at a seven. Um, so I actually gave this a point higher than what uh we gave for costumes for the war with Grandpa, and my biggest reason for that is the actual the uh, attire that they make their parents wear out to the ice cream shop and uh before they uh get to the actual water balloon fight well uh, uh, sorry before they even get to that the car wash um i yep like i i loved <laughs> those outfits that they dressed their their parents in so that's what boosted it up that one point for me same i thought those costumes were really good. I thought the jumpsuits looked really good. Those were good. Um, And then they just kind of went back to their normal everyday clothes. And I think if they would have stuck with like that iconic look again, I feel like this could have been bumped up to an eight. Oh, hands down. Easy. But it's just they went back to a, a typical uh, costume layout. And so that's kind of what brought it back to a to a seven yeah <laughs> yeah um all right last up we got our own personal grade so you want to take this one i would love to um so overall i had a lot of fun with this movie it's a very enjoyable um family movie um it does have its problems but you know any any family movie does uh, Jennifer Gardner is great in this. Edgar Ramirez, the whole family. I enjoyed all of their performances. Um, so my overall grade is a 77. Nice. Um, I'm going a little bit higher. Um, I actually, I really enjoyed this movie. It did give me a lot of parental anxiety, like I was saying earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... I do think it was like it was a fun lesson. I think it it's just a really fun movie. It it's is. fun to watch. It's it's in, it's super enjoyable. Yes, absolutely. um, it's it's a it's a feel good movie for sure. And yeah, so like I said, I think I'm going to give it an eighty four. Okay, nice. Yeah, so I'm giving it a little bit higher than I did war with grandpa just a little bit i think i and like after i know i I think i told you i liked war with grandpa better liar we were talking about bitch i know i think i I, like giving it some 
some extra thought. I think, um, <laughs> I actually think I enjoyed yesterday a little bit more. It's just more on a, a, a relatability. Okay. I think maybe once I get a little bit older, once I have, once I'm kind of in Robert De Niro's position, like as a, a parent, or as an, a, a grandparent, and to yeah, as a grandparent. There you go. That's the word he was searching for, folks. Yes, yeah, as a <laughs> freaking words are hard today. Words are hard. <laughs> words are hard every day. Let's face it, folks. Yeah, but I think in terms of relatability, it it bumped it up. Yesterday got bumped up a little bit more. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so averaging that out, that brings us to an 80.5. And then that makes the final All Bros score for yesterday. A C plus. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, it is sitting a little bit lower than the war with grandpa. As much as Caleb hates that. Yeah, I, I don't I'm, hate I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I mean I'm kidding, I can, bro, I'm kidding. I can definitely like I agree with it. Like there's nothing in here that I disagree with. Score wise. I feel like so the areas that it did better, the Story, well, everything was better. <laughs> um, yeah, so the story was better than yesterday. Writing, acting, character development. Um, the effects were higher in yesterday. The music was the same. Costumes were a little bit higher in in yesterday. And our personal grade was a little bit higher okay. than in War with Grandpa. So the the areas that it really dropped were acting and character development, mm. which I, I don't disagree with. Yeah, fair I enough. I think that War with Grandpa did have better acting and better character development. Yeah. So it's easily justifiable. But anyway, so it is sitting at a 79.8%. So comparing mm-hmm. this to War with Grandpa, which scored a B minus, it is two percent lower than than uh, War with Grandpa. Okay, not bad. Yeah, but comparing this to other C plus movies, uh, this is three percent higher than Unhinged. Fair enough. Two percent higher than Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, two percent higher than the Babysitter Killer Queen. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Two. Wait, did I say higher? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two, yeah, two percent higher than Aquaman. Yes. It's actually right in line with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Interesting. Yeah, which <laughs> I disagree with, but Brucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anytime we talk about Scott Pilgrim, I'm gonna like I'm gonna curse your name a little bit because I loved that movie. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, let's see. It is two percent higher than Tag. Fair. Uh, two percent higher than The Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, that's definitely absolutely fair. Uh, same with Boondock Saints. Okay. Two, or actually, point eight percent higher than Jexy. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, one percent higher than Jumanji: The Next Level. Yeah, definitely fair. Point three percent higher than Aladdin. The remake. Okay. Um, two percent higher than. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Ooh, damn. <laughs> I forgot how kind of low that movie got. Yeah, we we were harsh. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's all of our C-plus movies. So I think it, it has a decent home. I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's definitely on the higher end of all of our uh, C-plus movies. Hmm. There aren't very many C-plus movies that it's lower than, but it has a lot of movies that it's it's uh, higher. Okay. Honestly, I think if the character development and the acting were just a little bit better, this could have been a B-minus movie. Yeah I, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, so... Anyway, that concludes this uh, this week's breakdown. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and probably a shit ton of other places that we don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. <laughs> You can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube, as well as some bonus videos that we will make eventually. Um, you can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash theallbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at theallbros. Uh, if you want to DM us, send us some episode ideas, uh, answer our question of the week, or if you want to join us on an episode, we would love to have anyone on. Uh, you can also email us if you would like at the Albros channel at gmail.com. Check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. Or, 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 <laughs> words are hard. Wow. You can also buy some <laughs> merch of ours, uh, which is on TeePublic. Links to everything that we do is on our website. Uh, I'll put a link in the description. Or you can also find a link to our merch store, which is on tpublic, tpublic.com, slash user, slash the All Bros channel. We would love to hear from you guys, so hit us up. Yes. Yeah. So next week, uh, we will be breaking down Freaky. And this movie is going to be the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to see Vince Vaughn back in a movie. That's what I'm most looking forward to seeing with seeing this. 
Same. And I'm excited. What's her name? Catherine Newton? Yes. I'm excited to see her. I watched her the Amazon movie that she's in, the uh, Map of a Little, or the Map of Little Perfect Things or something like that. It's on Amazon. It is such a good movie. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, so if if you want to check that out, I would go check that out. It's on Amazon. Uh, highly recommend. But we're going to be breaking down Freaky, <laughs> like I said. So uh, you guys can look forward to that next week. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. Better. Thank you. I'm going to take a bow right now.